0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Hey, and the patron is with us, so I think that means a standing <laughs> ovation. Uh, put your hands together for the one and only TC, Tony Clark. Good morning, mate. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. Thank, uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so the foundation today. So if I read out this uh, esteemed list, so Robson Civil Projects here, Grant Robson, Managing Director, joining us. Uh, Eagles Plumbing Plus. Now they've been on board since day one TC. Peter and Ashley Dunstan joining us?
2: Yes exactly uh, amazing sponsors Steve as you said from day one. Robson's are the same. Um, you know they've been supporting us and a great initiative brought, uh, brought to us by our uh, Director of uh, Community Engagement Greg Ferguson um, to be able to you know the sponsors to be able to mingle with uh, with, with their athletes and uh, yeah we're, we're very very proud of, uh, of everyone involved.
1: Yeah B&K Landscapes they're a sponsor as well so that's Jimmy Neighbor Torres, Staffingham recruitment Torren James. So uh, they're new, aren't they? Yes, Torren's first year, but uh, yeah, driven uh, from Newcastle this morning to
2: to be part of the breakfast. So uh, lovely young fella, and uh, yeah, we're very appreciative of what they do.
1: Love these guys. EEA Group, Carl Dash and Dave Hassab. Yeah, great local
2: company, Steve. That you know employs a, a heap of local people, and uh, again, um, you know they, they can see uh, a real need, uh, you know, with the foundation, and, um, and and they play a big part for us.
1: Comworks, they love local sport. Chris York was a captain of the Berkeley Vale Panthers, and Shane Lennon, they're also joining us.
2: Yeah, Shane was a premiership-winning um, uh, front row with the with the Entrance Tigers, so uh, they'll be here, and uh, yeah, again. Um, you know, local local company looking after local people.
1: So it's a great initiative. So 23 athletes in 2023, and all of these sponsors have individual athletes themselves.
2: Yeah, again, uh, an initiative brought in by Greg uh, that that we're, we've aligned our athletes with the businesses just to get the to get the know, and of course, you know, the profile can grow with that with all the, the social media uh, that goes on these days. So yeah, now a, a wonderful initiative and something that we're going to continue to grow.
1: What it is too is uh, a sport and business networking opportunity. So. so some of the athletes that are coming down today, who knows where that relationship could go in years to well, come?
2: Well, really interesting you say that, Stuvo. Uh, I just introduced Wade Barr, our triathlete uh, champion, young fella finishing school. Introduced him to his sponsor Grant Robson. They're already talking about a little bit of work experience, and uh, yeah, so uh, it, it is a wonderful initiative.
0: Yeah. So, you say, so I'm, a, I'm a sponsor, I've got a business I want to get involved. How do you, how do we go about that?
2: Uh, we do. We have uh, uh, on our website. Um, we certainly have um, uh, the uh, app well, yeah, there's a uh, portal, the, p- portal um, to to be to be involved with that, um, but yeah, just uh, make contact with us. Uh, you know, I think we all get around town enough, and uh, and that's sort of it's been a word of mouth uh, at this stage, Gaz. But um, yeah, we, we, we're certainly looking to that. But uh, yeah, on our socials, there's always opportunities to to throw a bit of uh, interest in.
1: I tell you, there's some sponsors here today that I'd love to have a chat to because you think of a business like Robson Civil Projects, so they're a sponsor of our show and. They must, you know, they must have so many proposals come on their desk. So why does Grant Robson and Peter Robson, legends locally, a third generation business, why do they choose to support young athletes? And, you know, TC, I've said this a few times that if you look at the numbers for Danika Clark Foundation, in five years from now, they will have handed out more than half a million dollars in scholarships. And that's mind blowing it is it is Steven as you know
2: you've been here from day 1 and uh and when we look at the figures um it, it is it's so humbling that um, we've been able to do it um you know there's hard work from every board member you know past and present and uh but but yeah to to think that you know in within that four or five years
1: that we've done half a million is uh is quite incredible if if you're going to Budapest or Cali Colombia or the uh the uni games in China—that's a lot of chocolate boxes you got to sell, isn't it? So a scholarship is just invaluable.
0: You're right there, Steve, because we know that, that in, to get started in, in any sport, it, it costs a lot of money, especially for parents and you know and, and relatives and that to actually to fund them to get to international competition, even to get to local meets and gear and equipment. So anything support that you can get is certainly uh, greatly appreciated. And to have these sponsors on board and and what the foundation is doing is just. Now, we're turning very, very talented athletes into, into world champions, effectively.
1: Yeah, well, yesterday for MBN, you know, I just had to pinch myself. So I'm watching two young ladies who are among the world's best. Well, one's a world champion, Nicole Duncan. Yeah. She came home with gold, silver, and bronze from Cali, Colombia. And then Lilia Tatarinov is alongside her. So two of the world's best cyclists are training out of Gosford Velodrome, you know, <laughs> needs a massive <laughs> injection of funds and deserves it. So... Yeah great to see and you know there's something here on the coast that makes our athletes just pound for pound some of the best not just here but around the world hey TC second week of the NRL finals and I don't think many people gave the Roosters a chance but how gallant were they last night I think we've got this try when the big fella stormed over for the Sydney Roosters Oh, oh, Smith, him. brilliant footwork.
0: Radley into space. Oh, oh. Munster pulls him down in the shadows of the wow. try line. Three meters out. Sandon Smith, great Throws pass. Long. Oh. Long job. <laughs> Lindsay
1: Collins, the front rower scores.
3: Avocados
1: all round, and the Roosters all level it up with a kick to come. Oh, don't you love that? Jimmy Smith in commentary last night. Sandon Smith, Central Coast Boy TC, is he King Cumber? Yeah, King Cumber Jr. <clears throat> so exciting wasn't it?
2: And, I mean um, and, and we could sort of. Lindsay is probably a de facto genius because he had uh, he had three years with us a while when we had the association with uh, uh, with the Roosters and uh, champion fellow. Uh, but and and I would say the premier front rower in the game at the moment. But uh, what a game of footy, Steve! Yeah. You know, it was just and the the skill that they showed at the end. You know, I, I just stood and applauded the Storm. They uh, they just never say so and You know. The, how many preliminary finals now is this under Craig Bellamy? You know, it's just incredible. Well, it
1: would have been massive if they went out in straight sets. And, you know, last week, you've got to hand it to the Roosters, their win against the Sharks, to knock them out in 2023.
0: You, you look at Cameron Munster's performance it's at the end of that game last night. He set up for a couple of times for a field goal. No, it wasn't on. Didn't panic. Didn't go and do a rush kick or anything. He just kept control of it. He took the line on. Okay, we'll go back. We'll start again. And then there's a the presence of mind at the end there. From, went to dummy half. Got there. In no, didn't even look for the field goal so we're not in a position here so let's go to the corner and, and, and trust our our, our plays that we just rely on all year and, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
2: exactly right guys you've, uh, you've you've said that and uh, interesting when he was interviewed this morning on SEN Cameron and, and that's what he, he, he said what you said then you know he said well that wasn't going to work so we'll come back to here and, and they have someone of the skill like Will Warbrick like wow what a catch
1: <laughs> yeah let's roll that in so this is the decisive moment last night you think that Melbourne Storm are going out of the competition last night, but this happens in the 78th minute. Now Grant at a dummy half. Now just short of the line, but they can't kick a field goal. So they've got to go. Last tackle goes down to Munster, kicks it crossfield. field. Where's Walbrick? Walbrick! Oh! Walbrick's it, gets got it! Walbrick's got the try.
0: Two years ago, he was in Tokyo playing sevens. And now he scores the match-winning try in a semi-final. Storm 16, Roosters 13, and the Melbourne Storm
2: crowd erupts.
1: Yeah, what a game. 18-13. So Melbourne Storm get the job done. They now face the Penrith Panthers. That is next Friday at a core stadium in Sydney. Do you give them any chance, TC? A uh,
2: tough one, Steve, isn't it? I mean, Penrith and Brisbane were just awesome. You know, they, I, I, I believe sort of they were next level last week. Um, really tough, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's uh, 13 on 13, on, you know, when they're on there, or 17 on 17, so who knows? But uh, you can never, ever say die with uh, with the Melbourne storm.
1: Hey, you must be excited about this afternoon, so it's 4.05 to allow for the time difference. Warriors, Will Sean Johnson play up against the Knights and I'm hearing, is it Jacob Saifidi that's been ruled out? Yes, hamstring uh, problem.
2: So they that is a big out for for the Knights but go the Knights too I mean you know they're just up the road and uh, and what a turnaround I mean it was only what six seven weeks ago you know poor old Adam O'Brien was gone and then uh, you know the drama around that interview and Des and 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 Justin Holbrook and uh, and all of a sudden they've they've clicked and 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 clicked magnificently and how good is it like what is it three weeks in a row you know over 30,000 people at, at at Knights home ground. So, yeah, no, just, uh, just a great story
0: for Rugby League. Couldn't get a ticket last week to the Knights game. It was, just, it was a sellout. And yeah. It's amazing the game at Rugby League, and, isn't it, where all of a sudden Adam O'Brien's about to be sacked.
1: Gee, G- a week's a long time, though, Burko. Like, yep. you go back to that, I think it was Sunday afternoon against the Raiders, and to Ricky and his men, we just stand and cheer. Mm. What a performance yes. by their team. They were up, they were down, they fought back uh you know young man from the central coast is playing hooker and gets them back in the contest yeah yeah it's simply yeah, it was what what a game of footy and, and yeah, yeah. I, I have a real
2: soft spot for the raiders i love the way ricky coaches and of course mick crawley um you know a, a local coach that is uh is a senior assistant down there but uh, yeah no they they, they could have, they would have been disappointed Sturbo, but
1: uh, certainly walk away with your head held high after after a performance like that yeah what a game it'll be across the Tasman. so yeah i kind of i know you're going for the knights I don't want to see the Warriors go out in straight sets after the season they've had. Yeah, true, true.
2: I, I, I think you know when we say we're going to go to Knights, I don't think we'll have a loser today, because the Warriors, you know, it's going to give us someone to cheer next week. And uh, not, not you know, no disrespect to Brisbane and Penrith, but yeah, it, uh, they're, they're just a great story. You know, Andrew Webster has to be. Coach of the Year, yeah. I mean, to turn the joint around. But, but it's also been, you know, I mean, it's a very old saying, isn't it? Get the front office right and, and that will follow. And, uh, and that's exactly, uh, exactly what's happened over there. You know, Cameron George has done a great job. And, you know, we probably forget that they were here for, what, two years, you know, living in
1: Terrigal. So it, it, it's, it's a magnificent effort by the club. If you've followed the narrative over there, like Rugby League has pretty much surpassed Rugby mm. Union at the moment. So the All Blacks well were like royalty, uh so have you followed that
2: TC? Yes I have with interest you know being a rugby league man but uh yeah such a such a um incredible um, I- incredible situation that, that that rugby league you know if if not in front of the union is is definitely level pegging so you know it's quite incredible especially being a uh, a world cup year in, uh, in in the union so uh no full credit to to um to the Rugby League for what they're doing. And they're also doing so much with the Grouse Roots over there. You know, there's talk of uh, the uh, Harold Matthews' team, which is an under-17 team next year, SG Ball. So, yeah, no, they're uh, they're, they're doing some wonderful things for footy. Uh,
1: this is our Rugby League segment this morning. Tony Clark still with us. Let's roll in some audio from last night. We'll start with the, the coach who's gone out of the competition. And I mentioned before the last break how gracious he was and what a season they had. Some people might say it's a disappointment, but when you look at the amount of injuries they had through the year, I'll be interested to hear what you say, TC. This is Trent Robinson after last night's loss to the Melbourne Storm.
3: Yeah, you know, we're heartbroken, I guess. That's how we're feeling. We feel like, um, yeah, feel like we fought really hard to, to continue on. We felt like we were, um, yeah, you, you believe in that you're going to keep going. Right through until, you know, right at the end there. So it's um, yeah, it's devastating for to finish because we felt like we found um, our team the longer this season went. You know, we've been fighting for a couple of years. I felt like we've held on to a a really good spirit, but I felt like we found uh, our heart the longer the season went. And, you know, and I've, yeah, it's just disappointing not to. Uh, yeah, really proud, but also believe that, you know, it's, it's disappointing to finish in week two.
1: So Trent Robinson following last night's loss. Joey Manu, massive out for the Sydney Roosters. How do you rate their season, TC? Disappointing. You know, you, you, you don't have a roster, Steve, as
2: they, as, as they had. I, I, I think Trent would be asking himself a lot of questions. You know, far from for me to, to, to question Trent Robinson. But I, I think, you know, they, they lost their way. Um, I mean, their, their attack was ordinary. Um, you know, mid, midway through the season, and, and yeah, no, I, I'd be they'd be waking up this morning terribly disappointed that they've they've, they've gone out.
1: Gary Birkinshaw, you tip them to win the, win the competition. I did. I'm extremely disappointed.
0: And I'm like TC. I reckon their season has been disappointing. I think they had no continuity through the season, through the halves, which really hurt them. I reckon discipline was was huge on that. You know, Rhea Hargraves getting suspended the week leading into the finals. That's that's just huge because he's their barometer up front. And without that, a lot of pressure then fell back to Lindsay Collins. You know, Victor Radley getting suspended on a number of occasions throughout the year. So they never really had continuity. And look, they... Certainly a better side than finishing in week two, but then you look back and say they were lucky to make it that far. Yeah. You know?
1: Lindsay Collins is their shining light. What a colossus he's become.
2: Yeah, as I said, Stubo, uh before, I, I think that he is the premier front rower in the game at the moment. He's just outstanding. You know, his athleticism is, is quite incredible. But as Gaz said then, like, Hargraves, like, what was he thinking in a, in a nothing game? Yeah. And and he and he's just gone nuts, you know. So, yeah, but but that was, that was the story all year. And it was like, you know, Brandon Smith... I don't know. It's the whether they read the paper too much in summer, and uh, you know it, it was. But they that for a club of their magnitude, um, and I think they're paying for some really poor recruitment decisions because their New South Wales Cup, even though they've split with the with, with the Bears now, the New South Wales Cup I think finished last. Their jersey Flegger in a prelim final today, but um, yeah, it's I've got a little feeling that the the Roosters are
1: on the downhill slide. And Teddy, his season was up and down, but boy, you know. Toward the back end of the year he found his mojo again, particularly against the Sharks. Uh and also against South Sydney, but too inconsistent? Oh very inconsistent, yeah. I mean I I think it goes
2: through the origin period too, doesn't it? Like I mean <laughs> there was probably talk that he was, wasn't going to keep his, his uh sadly, position, out of you know, form. sadly out of form. So yeah, you know, there there's there, there's something going on there that I think I think there's a, a bit of a change with the coaches coming but um with the with the assistant coaches, but
1: yeah, no they uh they need to, to hit the reset button. Let's have a listen to uh, the winning coach last night, Craig Bellamy. After their 18-13 win, they got it done late, 78th minute try by Will Warbrick, and what a leap that yeah. was
4: to win the game. So here it is. Yeah, I think we made real hard work of it to be quite honest. Although the I thought, our, I thought that, you know our ability to hang in there and you know it, it felt like the first 20 or 30 minutes we were on top, but we couldn't quite. You know, we were 6-0, but we couldn't sort of, you know, squeeze that extra points. And then, you know, we, we scored. and um, But after that, I thought, you know, we were sort of chasing our tails for a fair bit of it. You know, the, that 10 minutes before half-time when we just defended our trial line, you know, I, I was hoping that it wasn't going to gas us too much. But I, I think it did, to be quite honest. It was, it was a, you know, and we done a really good job there, you know, until the end when Brandon sort of barged over from, from dummy half. But... Um, yeah, you know, so that was a tough period of play for us. But yeah, well, again, I think some of our options at times were poor, and I think you know, I think their kicking game was much superior to ours. So that's something we'll need to have a look at for next week.
1: Craig Bellamy, uh, T.C. Did you ever come across him in your playing days? Uh, you wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been far apart, would you? No, no, I don't know whether he's as old as me, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I
2: know he was a legend uh, with, a, with the Macquarie Scorpions in the in the Newcastle comp, but uh, yeah, I, I just, as I said last night, I, I got up and, uh, and and applauded them because they just year, like every year for the last what three or four years, we've been saying. Ah, the storm. You know, this is this is how you. would i will drop off. They'll drop off. But the but the culture. I oh know that's an overused word, but the culture that they have down there. You know, to to bring these players in that are just looking for an opportunity is is quite incredible. And again, um, you know, we saw that uh, uh, last night.
0: Yeah, I think you look with Craig Bellamy. What what really to me sets him apart from everyone else is. The players just come in and just have to do their job. He just instils confidence in them just to do their job. How many players go from the storm to another club and end up being a star player in another club? Very few. Because they just they just play the system. And, you know, Jerome Hughes, their half-back, their, half their organiser, pulls out during the week. So in, in a final, that's a huge loss. You know, he talks about their kicking game. Well, kicking game is going to be what Jerome Hughes pulls out. Then Tyrone Wishart comes in, plays his role. Doesn't overplay it. He's got got stars on the outside of him, so we just does the role?
2: The beauty of, of, of their systems is exactly what you said. Then they just know their role. So Tyrone last night, he knew he just had to give it the months, to Munster, give it the months, to Munster, give it to Munster. His kicking game was a bit off. Like a couple of them looked like the ones I put up in the backyard. But he, but again, exactly, you just coached and you coached and you coached, and you just know the role and you know what's expected of you. And they don't want to, you know, they they don't want to let anyone down. That that's the thing, you know. I'll do my job and then I'll come and help you do yours.
1: Hey, I'm interested to hear from both of you guys. Uh, Ninety-six thousand at the G last night for. Carlton up against the Melbourne Demons and the D's go out in straight sets. Carlton get it done. What a game that was! But 96,000, they posted 19,000 at the NRL. Gary Burkenshaw, your thoughts? Looked like a lot of empty seats.
0: Yeah, but I, I was talking to TC earlier about this. 96,000, phenomenal crowd. You know, the AFL. You get Carlton, you get Richmond, you get Collingwood, you get the big, the big teams there. You'll get big numbers and. We could to sit back and say there was 19,000 at the at the Storm game, but I I reckon that there would be 20,000 people who are at the MCG who would have been across at Amy Park if the AFL wasn't on. And when you've got a side that like Carlton was so strong, they haven't been in the final since 2008. Yeah, they're yeah. going to flock there. And yeah, you look at Melbourne as well, but it was all Carlton in that 96,412 people, huge yeah.
1: crowd. They've done a superb job, the Melbourne Storm. I've been down there for some big matches in the finals series, and you know, they've. I think at one stage, all of their juniors were coming out of Victoria, TC. So yeah. congratulations to oh, you. They've,
2: they've done some wonderful things. Again, as we spoke about the New Zealand Warriors, but they're entering the Harold Matthews, the under-17 competition. They've already got a, established in the um, uh, in the uh, SG ball comp. And, of course, um, they're coming back into the fleet competition, so, you know, the under-21 comp. So, no, they're doing some great things. They've partnered up with the Bears, the North Sydney Bears, which um, will be a benefit to uh, to both clubs. So uh, and, and we'll expose them again. Um, you know to, to, to a bigger pool of, of players.
1: TC back to a local level. Not sure that I've spoken to you about uh, Tukley going back to back. What about that performance?
2: Greatest story, Steve. I, uh, it was like I was part of it because, of course, you know we had a few of the Wyong boys and Jared Kessler, Brady Barwick, or the Kessler brothers um, that, that were part of the Wyong uh, team when I was there. And, and it's just a wonderful story. It just shows you how to do it. it shows you how to do it. A community-based club. Um, I mean, even when you go on the F3 now, uh, coming back, you know they've still got Hawks power on the on the bridge area as you come down into uh, uh, past McDonald's. It, it, it's quite incredible what they've done, and and the Fitzie and the crew. You know. Because it, it, they've just engaged everyone, you know, from the under sixes through to, to the to the first grade, yeah. and, and they'll be a juggernaut because they're, they're relatively young. Um, and the good thing is, is that people want to play there.
1: Yeah, it is a fantastic local grassroots story. The other one is Denton Cup rugby league. So Wyong and also the Entrance Tigers both make the finals, but Maitland far too good. Uh, there was a fairy tale brewing because it was Andrew Ryan's South Newcastle. They made the grand final, but. Maitland just far too good,
2: another level, Stoven. Of course, uh, led by um, Alex Language. You know the uh, the boy uh, Tukley Junior. Alex and Dan. Uh, Alex, of course, was the the nine, and and uh, Dan was the fullback. So yeah, very exciting week for the boys. And uh, I think I can. Uh, Alex is announced his retirement. So a, a great way to go out. And uh, uh, but, yeah, but they're they're just again, uh, and I think it's something that they're really going to have to look at up there because it is, you know, an us and them competition in the Newcastle comp. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, but good, but good on them.